The strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm going with the force of forces with me. That's not how the Force works. Well, that starts somewhere. Welcome to the KyberCast. This is episode number 124, recorded Thursday, December 16th, 2021. My name is Joe Becker. I am one half of the team. The other half is... Michael Diaz. How's it going, Joe? Michael, you're the pin to my king. <laughs> we're okay. We're starting right off with spoilers immediately. <laughs> I didn't say well, you, what. What? What? I, I, I didn't what? say any spoilers. There's spoilers later, and when we talk about another show. But I was just talking. Right. 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 What a How's crazy going, week. Joe? Good. I'm happy to have power. We lost it over the weekend, and we lost it last night at 1 a.m. Or this, or actually, technically, this morning at 1 a.m. So I wasn't even sure we could record today. We just it seems like the last couple of weeks have been funny recording episodic problems um and we'll find out today again at two minutes and 24 seconds if we can still record <laughs> are you on the appropriate uh, mac this time yes we'll, we'll be fine we'll be fine we'll, we'll be fine but a lot's happened in the uh world of geek um you know with television shows and movies coming out uh spider-man is now out in the theater uh you know, trying to get to see that this weekend, I hope. We need um, to go see it. Yeah, we have to. It's a big movie. It's a big I movie. know, but when? When are you going to go see it? I don't know. I'm trying to, Michelle, I was talking to Michelle today, like Saturday or Sunday. She's like, well, we got Christmas stuff to do. I'm like, that's not what I asked you. And then, and it became, <laughs> uh, it's like I had the same exact conversation. Yeah, so it's like, I guess whatever that stuff is done, I'll be allowed to see it. See, I've already committed to taking the girls Christmas shopping Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Shay has no interest in seeing it in a packed theater on Friday or Saturday nights. Right. So that leaves us Saturday morning, and she's like, "What? Well, we've got Christmas shopping to do. I'm like, right. you don't understand. The spoilers are probably going to be out. They're probably well, out now. They're very much out. Don't even go to YouTube. You can get half the scenes are up there already. So I have to confess something, Joe. You watch stuff. I didn't watch anything. But as I was having this thought about... Do not give me any spoilers. I don't want to hear I'm not going to give you any spoilers. Don't worry. I will not do that to you. <clears throat> I'm not... Yeah. I'm not, I would not do that to you. But... I will turn this bus around. No, no. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil anything about Spider-Man at all. Okay. All I'm saying is, I was convinced that even if I saw it Saturday morning, something was going to come out. Because... I'm sorry... All these geek websites, which I understand we're a geek website too. Yeah. But, and we'll get into this later, but they're all trying to be the first one out the door to say, aha, this came out. Yep. And I don't care if they mention it and talk about it in the article, but when you put the spoiler into the headline, that pisses me off. They're assholes. That's just a shitty thing to do. That is completely shitty. And, yeah. So, uh, we'll get to it later. But I actually got spoiled on the latest episode of Hawkeye. Oh, did you? Okay, we'll run into it. All right, yeah. We'll run into that later. All right. And that pissed me off. So all that to say, no, I'm not going to spoil this for you, Joe. So don't go to uh, don't go 
to YouTube, man, because there's like a ton of Spider-Man stuff out there, like a ton. I'm not going to watch anything. However, <laughs> I didn't want someone to spoil it for me. So I said, you know what? I'm going to spoil myself. So I went to Reddit and I read everything, the entire report. I think I know right. exactly everything that happens in the movie. I, I had to know. That's I can't take I, that. No, I I had to. Well, then why see the I, movie? Oh, I still want to see the movie. I want to see the spectacle of all of it. Yeah, you just kill. I would. I would. I couldn't do that. No way. Yeah, research shows that uh, spoilers don't actually lessen your enjoyment. Yeah. Well. Says one now, guy. <laughs> who's, this, who's the researchers in this fucking thing? What research? All I'm trying to say is, if I was going to see it Friday at some point, like obviously I couldn't see it tonight. We're recording this podcast right. on a Thursday. If I was going to see it Friday, I would have stayed away. But I'm like, something's going to come out Friday night. I'm yeah. gonna, it's going to because this happened to me. Star Trek Into Darkness. I was literally 15 minutes from seeing the film. And I got into it because I, I, I agreed to go to this vendor thing where they're like, you go through our little dog and pony show and you can see the movie for free. Right. And literally, as the dog and pony show was wrapping up, some guy that was there watching it, or you know, at the same event I was at, he goes to his friend, hey, uh, so what do you think? What do you think this is about? And... I'm literally getting up to go see the movie, and this guy goes, "Yeah, that's not uh, better than Cumberbatch. He's con." And I just turned on and said, "Motherfucker!" Like I avoided it all. I you said it to him. Did you say it to him? I looked at him and said, "You motherfucker!" Did you? Yeah. What did he say? Sorry. He just looked stupid. He just stood there with his mouth agape, looked stupid. I okay. I don't get in fights, but. And you know me. You know I'm pretty docile. Yeah. But if you didn't know me, I wear a lot of black. Right. I'm a very large man. Yep. So he just looked at me slack-jawed and moved, and I left. Now, I knew. I was. I didn't know, but I was pretty certain. Well, it was, it was the talk of the time. Right. Everyone kept talking. It's got to be Cumberbatch's con. con. And, you know, I was 99% sure, but I wanted to have that experience. Right. And, and now you don't have it for Spider-Man because you know everything. That's fine. I, I, no one did it to me. I'm not getting pissed. I just, I decided I'm going to do it to myself, and I'm okay with that. So, no spoilers. Yeah, and the thing is, what's funny is that I've read all the spoilers, but there's no confirmation that someone's not talking out of their ass. So, we'll see what happens. Right. All right. Well, I don't want to know anything. I'm not saying anything. I'm pretty much sure that Peter Parker's in it. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> well, so that ties into our first news item. Yeah, let's do it. R- roll with it. There has been reports. And again, I take these with a huge pinch of salt. That the Doctor Strange two trailer has already leaked. Is it attached it's to the movie? Is that how it leaked? That's what the leak I saw said in their viewing of it, but I haven't seen it mentioned anywhere else. So this could be complete bullshit. So that's all I'm going to say is that there's rumors that the Doctor Strange 2, well, Doctor Strange into the Multiverse, Multiverse of Madness, Madness. Yeah. has leaked. I'm not going to spoil it because I read what they said the leak was. Right. I don't know if it's, you know, shit or Shinola. Right. 
So I'm not, if, if it turns out to be true, I don't want to have ruined it for everyone. But reading what they said about the leak, they reveal who the protagonist is, or the antagonist, I should say, of that film. So if you're interested, look out, go search for the Doctor Strange leaks, the trailer leaks, if you're that curious. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not going to spoil it here because I don't know if it's shit or Shinola. Well, I would assume. Well, well, I don't want to know. I'll figure it out when I see it. Um, but before we jump into the news, too, like speaking of Spider Man, um, since Michael is a Michael runs his uh, movie watching by what the critics say before he does anything, and make, lets them judge first before, before he lets them judge first before he sees something. <laughs> um, Alan, my our friend Alan would back me up on that. We we need to catch up with him. Um, but <laughs> for right now, the Rotten Tomato score. For Spider-Man No Way Home, the critic score currently at 95%, audience score 99%. So it's still early, but it's, that's yeah, high. Yeah, but, but if you're getting – it's 191 critic scores. Like that's, that's, a, that's a lot of scores to keep it at 95%. Oh, I agree. So clearly yeah, but it's working you know, out. Look at the disparity of both The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker. Oh, they didn't get in the 90s, I don't think. No, but the critics and audience scores were flip-flopped on both. Correct. But these are both pretty close, 95 and 99. So, And listen, I fully admit that, yes, every once in a while, if I'm on the fence on something, I'll look at the what Rotten Tomato says, and I, I fully admit, sometimes they're completely wrong. Sometimes they're right. Uh, the first Suicide Squad movie was crap, and the critic there was the the score was right on that. But I went and saw it still. But you knew going in, you were going to say you weren't going to like it. That's what I mean. You 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 no, no, for no. you. Okay, so like one of my favorite movies of all time is Equilibrium, and I want to see the Rotten Tomato score, and that is awful. But I love that movie. I will watch it over and over. <laughs> Never saw it. No one did. I think it came out in the theaters for like two days. We're like, all right, get it out. <laughs> all right, anyway. let's, let's move on. Um, I think we missed this last time or it came out afterwards, but there's a new, well, a trailer for a new Star Wars video game called Eclipse, and it seems to take place around the High Republic, allegedly, but that was a pretty awesome trailer. Unfortunately, the game's not going to be around for three or four more years. <laughs> <laughs> right? And actually, so it actually, the trailer came out when we recorded last week was during yeah. the uh, Game Awards, and that's when it premiered. Yeah. So, like, I want to say, like, literally 10 minutes after we stopped recording, it came out. I saw it on YouTube, and I admit, it is a super impressive trailer. Looks great. I'm gonna, I, I want to see that movie, is what I was watching. Like, what movie is that? Exactly. <laughs> Here's the thing How many Star Wars games have they announced and then scrapped? Before they actually came out, I don't think this will be scrapped. There's a lot of money, obviously, in this one already. But they already said, like, you know, take it easy. It's three to four years. There's a little. Why? Why tease well, you're us? You're right. I don't you're know. right. You're right. I mean, it's kind of how like, many games uh, have been scrapped, but clearly, movies and whatnot have. Well, like, uh, what is it? The um, the Boba Fett or the wasn't there a bounty hunters game or something? Yeah, there was supposed to be that underworld game. I forgot what it was called. It was like. It was about the underbelly of Coruscant, and they yeah. had a name, and they even had some test play and stuff, and then yeah. scrapped it. Yeah. Well, but now I was thinking of the uh, uh, the Cara Dune show. Oh, yeah, Rangers of the New Republic? Yeah. Yeah. I, which, that's not a game, but I'm just saying, right. I, I'm with you in that if you're going to announce something, 
Well, it's actually coming out. I mean, this isn't in the news, but when they, <laughs> excuse me, when, when they um, said that they, were, they weren't going to carry on with it, I think it was an Empire magazine or something like that. And Kathleen Kennedy says, well, we didn't have anything written or anything like that anyway. So it's like that. But some of the storylines and plots will go, will filter out through the other th- shows. I'm like, well, you didn't have anything written. So what the hell are you going to filter out? So you either what you're either lying on one side or you're lying on the other. So exactly. you should probably like, you know, clearly you're not a lawyer because they would never let you say that. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, you, can't, you can't say well, we had nothing written and then say, well, whatever storylines we had, we'll, we'll be into the other three series. I'm like, well, you didn't have anything. <laughs> right. It's kind of like, well, we'll get to what Kevin Feige said and how correct I am now based on last discussion. Um, Another thing in the news, it's not a super big deal, but it is kind of to me. It's not Michael doesn't give a rat's ass, but 20 years ago, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of Ring, Fellowship of the Ring was released. And to me, it was a monumental day in film history. Um, I can maybe you look at past podcasts where I've said when I saw Jurassic Park, when I saw the first dinosaur, I'm like, this movie's okay. But when I saw a dinosaur, I'm like, now they can make Lord of the Rings. Like, there's enough technology to make a world. And I'll be darned if they didn't do it quite after. And to me, it's still right up there. I, I love watching it. If it's on, I watch it. Um, I know Michael's not a big fantasy guy or doesn't like that kind of stuff. But it was, a, it was a monumental movie. They shot all three films at once. It was a it's it's a film masterpiece, in my opinion. So 20 years. It took my kids to see it. And I can't believe it's already been 20 years. I think back, I can't believe. I was 28 when that came out. Right. It's a lifetime ago. Right. I was the size of Frodo back then. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. And now I've turned into Gollum, which is really fucked up. (laughs) You're you're, you're a nice amalgamation because you're hairy. Yeah, but I got I'm Except, all bald on top and I'm not I'm not gonna like I said, I'm not gonna shit on Lord of the Rings. Twenty years, that's good. I mean I, I know there are many people that love it and adore it. I I've gone over this time and again, it just didn't speak to me and that's it. Not but you know, I'm not gonna shit on it. Twenty years, that's awesome. It's a good movie. Good good it was a a film nothing's ever been done that way. That that like that before so it was, it's a it's a it's good to market although harry potter is getting all the cred right now <laughs> coming back with uh nhbo but there's no you know where's the where's the lord of the rings play where's the love you know i, I see those those dvds and 4k and all that they go on sale all the time and i just saw oh you gotta buy another sale for all the extended versions on, on 4k, 4K and Blu-ray, yeah. yeah and i'm like gotta do it. what lord of the rings fan does not own this yet Oh yeah, I won't buy the 4K because I've already got. Excuse me, I've got them digitally too. So I mean, I have. Well, I saw that it was the the 4K with digital and blah blah. Yeah, but blah, the, blah. excuse me again. The 4K now doesn't have the same. Um, you don't get as much of the behind the scenes stuff like the other one. The 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 extended edition Blu-rays had the most. Oh really? Making of stuff on it. That's why I bought it, not for the movies, but because of all the making stuff that's on there is uh, gotcha. really good. Um. All right. Well, the next thing. Uh, starting tomorrow, December 17th, Witcher Season 2 is released on Netflix. Did you see Season 1, Michael? Did you watch it? Uh, no, I did not. Oh, I love that show. I don't know if it's fantasy. I guess you'd call it fantasy. You may not like it. I don't know. but It's fantasy. There's swords. There's mud. There's swords. There's Superman, who's awesome in it. Um, great show. Great show. I can't wait. I can't wait um, to watch it. 
So I guess we can't review it because Michael doesn't watch fantasy stuff. Uh, but he does watch Discovery, <laughs> which it's a fantasy to know if that's good or not. Um, which I, <laughs> I haven't watched any of those. But we, we can talk about that in a second. But, but anyways, <laughs> Witcher starts tomorrow. Uh, Witcher season two. Check it out. All right. And then last in the news, after her popular appearance in Marvel's What If, Marvel Comics is now going to be doing a Captain Carter comic book. Wow. So why not? It's coming sometime in 2022. Not exactly sure when. But, you know, kudos to Marvel, at least for recognizing that she was one of the more popular characters in What If. I know the show was not something you loved. But okay. There I was, hate it. Right, but there are, there are some cool things that came out of it. Like, my favorite things were not only Captain Carter, but also, um, you know, evil Doctor Strange. Right. I thought he was a fantastic character. So, if they do something with those characters that really shine, like Captain Carter, I mean, the comic, cool. Will I pick it up? Oh, I might grab the trade. I mean, I do that on occasion. I'll grab just a trade, for, you know, if it's just a short collection of some stories of a character I like. I'll do that. Why not? But um, I, I'm hoping that popularity, you know, picks up in the comic. I would like to see more of Captain Carter. I'm assuming we will see more in season two of What If. Uh, what I'd really like to see is a version of Captain Carter show up in the MCU proper, not animated. But I, I, I don't want to sound, I'm not trying to sound sexist here at all, but uh, I, beg, I, don't, I don't know how long Haley Atwell will be able to come back and portray that because that is a very physically demanding role. Obviously, even uh, one of the the uh, Chris's, what's his name? Chris Evans. He retired. I know he said he put his time in, but also he was Captain America for, what, 10 years? Mm-hmm. He's not the spring chicken he was before. I mean, right. not everyone can be Tom Cruise, nearly 60, jumping out of airplanes. Or Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd? Yeah, he Paul Rudd. Right. Right. He's he keep right doing action movies. I mean, but then again, who knows? I mean, look at Liam Neeson. The guy's near 70, and he's still doing action movies. Yeah. So um, maybe, maybe I just take all that back. Haley, yeah. while well, you come back and play Captain Carter all you want. Send all letters to Michael Diaz. <laughs> for those that, you know, since he doesn't think women can do things when they get older. You know, That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, clearly men can, Liam Neeson, but women can't. I guess they just don't get pretty when they're older. I've already corrected myself. I mean, look at, uh, look at, uh, oh, man, um. I, I hope it's a shame that Michael throws women away when they get older. I'm gonna have to talk oh about my God. that he treats them that way, but <sighs> I, I deserve that. That was coming. <laughs> All right. Well look at um what, what's your face? Um oh god, now I'm drawing a blank and this is not helping Why me. Why is it face. about her face? Why is it gotta be no, you, no, my, no, I just um f- from the movie The Old Guard and from um Charlize Theron. Thank you. She's well into her 40s now, still sexy as hell, but also... You know, I find her to be quite intelligent. I don't know why it has to be... Oh, my that, God. I don't know why you have to bring it yes, to sexual... Yes, she's super... I was <laughs> going to say that she's she's sexy, she's intelligent, and more importantly, I think she could kick my ass in a fight, so uh, she scares me a little bit. Again, that's uh, Michael Diaz. Oh, D-I-A-Z. boy. I'm what I'm trying to say is... <laughs> Yes, women can be older and still be kick-ass movie stars. Okay. Uh, we'll let I spoke about, hey, okay, I'm, we'll I'm just going to shut up. Yeah, you're just digging it more. I don't know. 
Sigourney um, Weaver's in her seventies, and she's going to be an Avatar too, and she's going to be fucking great. There we go. Awesome. Well, you might also, since you've really put yourself in a hole, why don't you dig out with uh, your geek this week? I don't know if I will, but <laughs> I watched episodes two through four and got totally caught up on Star Trek Discovery this week. Oh, joy. Good. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. I well, have to admit. Should I, should I sit down and binge it when it's all done, do you think? It's hard to say because, like, you know, my complaint about these series is that you get, what, 10, 14 episodes and it's the – it's – the oh. dilemma, it's the problem of the season, right. and they work the entire season trying to solve it. So I honestly can't say until this season is done if you should what sit down the, and binge Can you tell the, the group what was the over-under of when Michael Burnham started to cry? <laughs> what, what, what episode? No, I'm serious. I don't know that she started to cry yet. You know, it's the, the, the tear up. Not like cry, cry, but like the emotional tear up of something. I, I was going to say over-under is episode three. Oh, I think it happened at the end of episode one. But I have to go back and watch. Okay. So the gist this season, because you're not mm. watching, nope. is there's some kind of gravitational anomaly Ooh. or a black hole or something that's moving through time and space or just... Uh... Just through space. No more, no more messing with time so far through episode four. But it, it went through and it, it's destroying planets and people... Um, Rightly so, the Federation is like, uh, we just got back together because of the burn. Right. And that was a galaxy-wide thing. Do they, call it, a, do they call it a Death Star? Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Dad jokes. Yeah. So that's the, the big bad, if you will, this season, that there's this a gravitational anomaly destroying things. The black hole. It's, uh, it's not, I don't know. Well, I don't know if it's a black hole, but... You know, I've enjoyed the episodes I watched. It's been entertaining. Uh, it seems like a much, I mean, even with a huge overarching problem, they seem to be really focusing on the interpersonal relationships this year. Um, I have to admit, my favorite season still is last season, season three. I liked it a lot. With Goth Spot? No, that was season two. Season two. Okay, that's right. Season two, I really liked too. I liked season, like, I liked so two. far, so far. Three is my favorite, then two, then one. I don't know where four lies, but it's not three right now. And right. I don't think it's going to be at season two. But I'm enjoying, it's only four episodes. I'm only like a third of the way through the season. So. All right. Well, maybe I'll watch it. I'll let you know. You have to let and me then know. And also, uh, I read Bittery Bill by David Warren Johnson. Uh, he's done some comics, um, independent comics in the past, but he came in. Do you know who Bittery Bill is? No. Uh, real quick, Peter Bill is an alien who is worthy of Thor's hammer. Oh, wow. So he's this orange humanoid looking alien, but there's some curse involved and yada, yada, yada. When he picks up the hammer, he has an outfit just like Thor's, but his face elongates and he's kind of like horse-like looking. <laughs> so he's a, he's a really interesting character. And then, you know, like I said, he was able to pick up Thor's hammer in the 80s. And Thor was surprised, and Odin was so impressed with his, you know, with who Beta Ray was, that he actually forged him his own hammer. Um, and now, so he, this and is now a he's, story. Called, he's called Bojack Horseman now? <laughs> Look at you with all the jokes this week. <laughs> You're ordering, I like it. It's cough syrup. Ah. But it was just a short, what, four, five, six issues, something like that. It was... Uh, Thor had gotten pissed and actually destroyed uh, Bittery Bill's hammer. 
So he was out looking for a replacement, and of course he had to go to Nordic Hell to go find it, and yada, yada, yada. It was fun. It was an enjoyable book. I'm glad I bought it, but it's a nice little concise story. You can jump in, read it, jump out. So that's my geek this week. Cool. I mean, I don't have a big one this week. I, I, I've been watching Wheel of Time, fantasy show on Amazon Prime. I know it was a book. I think it, I don't know if it's following the book very well, but I really enjoy the show. Um, we look forward to watching it each week. It's uh, very interesting. I mean, I, it's a little confusing too. Sometimes I, I get lost, but um, basically, it's about you know someone having dark magic and are they going to be the chosen one with dark magic and there's there's people trying to stop that so um but an interesting show there's there's a lot of things about uh uh not politics but um you know like witches versus and i don't mean witches like you know evil which is more like witchcraft versus gotcha. um, you know other people and how they're shunned and you've got you know classes in you know that kind of stuff so like all these different casts Correct. Like cast, like a cast system. Gotcha. Correct. So, um, a lot of that, and uh, good show. I think I like it. So, is it a must watch? Would you say, or just what was or it? This is just pretty good. Is it a must watch? Oh, I don't know if it's it, a must watch. Pretty good. I think it's if you like fantasy and stuff, you'll like it. You won't like it. Okay. So that's fair. I I know of the book series only because I had a friend who through high school and well recently. Because this book only, the series only wrapped up in the last five, ten years, I think. Okay. But it went on, like, I remember her buying, like, trying to get me to read them. And I'm like, well, how long is it? Well, the first book's like a thousand pages. I'm like, what? <laughs> Dune. It's like, there's like, <laughs> and then there's like nine or ten more, and the story's not over yet. I'm like, that's a lot. Like, that's if I had Right. If I had read the first book when it came out, I said, oh, man, this is so good. And then kept reading them as each came out. Then I'm hooked, right? right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish this thing out. But right, right. if you're asking me, to, hey, do you want to read 20,000 pages? No. I'm going to take a pass <laughs> on that. Um, but, again, excuse me, I, I think it's good. I mean, good enough to watch. Okay. For those listening, I apologize for my coughs. I'm still not over my illness from a week ago. Have I cough still? So, no, 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 no. I know. I'm just teasing you. <laughs> um, all right. Before we jump into Hawkeye episode five, the penultimate episode that we will have spoilers on. Before we do that, if you would like to help out the show for Christmas, hey, you know, throw us a little something at Patreon.com/slash KyberCast. There's a few tiers there. Um, you know, if you put, uh, some money in those tiers then Michael and I won't have our own tiers, that's terrible. That's a really bad. Wow. Um, anyways, help out the show tip, whatever. <laughs> go to, go to dot com slash Kybercast. Um, all right, Michael spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. We've got Hawkeye episode five. Um, you watched it, right? Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to do this podcast and oh. Can you pause for 47 minutes while I go watch it? Well, I thought maybe you just read all the spoilers online, like for Spider-Man, and just decided to call it. Oh, God. You... (laughs) I shouldn't tell you anything. (laughs) No, I watched it, uh, but like I said earlier, uh, it was spoiled for me. I won't reveal what that is now. We'll get to that eventually. Pissed me off, but, I mean, 
all in all, I, I have to admit it wasn't that big a surprise. But why don't you start us off? What do you think about the, the beginning of this episode? <clears throat> I thought it was great. I, I, this is one of my favorite episodes. I thought the beginning was phenomenal um, with uh, Yelena. And I, can, I don't know who the other widow was with her. They mentioned her name, but I forgot. Continue, continuing the mission from Black Widow. Um, mm-hmm. And then she gets uh, blipped. And comes right back, which was love the way they did that. Love the way it they was did that. freaking perfect. Yeah, because this is the first time that I'm aware of that we got to see the blip from the point of view point of view of, of the, the person the blip being blipped. The blippy. Yes. Yeah, yes. and it was done really well. I mean, the bathroom changes. She goes in the bathroom, washes, and then blips and comes back. And it's how many years later? What was it? Five. 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 Right. Um, so yeah, but to her, it's, it was three seconds, like almost a, not even a memory of being well, gone. And what was so cool is, you know, you see her, you know, she puts her <clears> hands <throat> in the water and then they disappear and she looks yeah. by the time she's looking up. She's gone. She's all dust, right? Right. But then she comes back immediately, looks at herself. And then the way that reality reforms around her. Right. Ah, very well done with the special effects. It's subtle. Right. But. It, it just shows that reality was being rewritten. So, she, yeah, she was gone, and though she came back, she didn't just pop back into her room and seeing how it was. She was being rewritten into reality. Right. Was, oh, fantastic. So. But. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I thought it was interesting because I was not aware. I mean. Obviously, we only met Yelena in the Black Widow movie that came out this year. Right. So, I had no expectation that she was gone. No, we knew, right? But we didn't know. Now, what it does do, do, where I was going to go, is it does explain the end credit. wasn't right after the movie. Right. Right? So, they didn't say five years passed. I don't remember them saying that in the movie. Maybe they did. No. You just, just, you just sometime her. after right. Natasha died. Well, now we know it's right. So she knew that's what's confusing. You know, she didn't know she died until the blip, right after the blip. And then when she finds out Natasha's gone after that being in that room with the person that she, I guess, saved as a widow, um, mm-hmm. she figured out that Natasha died. Then she, I don't know, meets up, goes to her grave. And then that's when, what's her name? meets with her and says, well, that was Clint Barton, which sets right. up this time frame. Well, what I liked about this too is that it, I don't know if it answers questions, but it removes possible questions. It's like, why did she wait so long to come after Clint? Well, she didn't. She was right. gone. And, right. Because, you know, Shaley and I watched it and she was like, wait a sec, when is this happening? Right before the scene starts, it says 2018. So, right. You know, this starts within a few, maybe, you know, a few days or a few weeks of the end of Black Widow. Right. Because she's out there on her mission to rescue other Black Widows. Or, sorry, just Widows, they're called. Right. No, they're called Black Widows, aren't they? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. The point is, she is out there, you know, saving them already. And then it explains why, it also explains why we never saw her with the Avengers or with Natasha at any other point in time. Because... She, up until the movie Black Widow, she was brainwashed. 
which of was around civil, just after Civil War, right? Right. Black like Widow takes place. Yep. So, and then obviously, once she's freed and Natasha goes back to the Avengers, then Civil War happens, right? And then Natasha has to go on the run. She changes the color of her hair. And that's what we see later. We see at the end of Black Widow, Natasha has blonde hair because she's going to go on the run. Right. So she's on the run. Yelena, it's only a couple weeks later, and then she, poof, she's, you know, gone. Blipped out. Right. So she was gone the entire time. So they had this wonderful reconnection as sisters. And, and then blipped. And then it's, yeah. So it just makes it all that much more tragic because. Yeah. Right. Which we see later in the episode, you know, Yelena had surprisingly never <clears throat> been in New York ever in her life. Right. And you, you can tell, you know, she must have kept in contact some way with Natasha, but they had these, you can kind of tell that she had this fantasy of coming to New York and spending time with Natasha and having her New York experience with her big sister. And that was all taken away from her. Right. 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 Which, are great character pieces. Very good. And then, you know, the movie starts kind of, that's, that's, or the movie, the movie, the show. <clears throat> One of my favorite, favorite scenes is when, you know, Yelena is at Kate Bishop's uh, apartment. Yeah. That kind of, I got to tell you, I am so drawn to Yelena's character now because she's so different than Black Widow. Everything's a joke. She's very, she's a way more of a talker where Black Widow was, or, you know, Natasha was not a talker. She, right. she would listen, but Yelena is just a talker, talker to get people. She gets people to talk by talking more. It's like the opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she was really good in this episode. And that was a really cool scene, I thought, um, between Kate Bishop and, and and Yelena. I thought that was awesome. What about you? Oh, yeah. Because when we saw at the end of Black Widow, you know, she's like, I'm going to kill Hawkeye. I'm going after Clint, right? Well, she was asked to because she was told by... Um, what's her face? The, uh, the, what's her name? That's trying to do the old, they got the bad Captain America guy in, uh, uh, Valerie, Valerie, something like that. Yeah. She's the one to told about Clint Barton. She didn't know she was going to go after Clint Barton until she said the name. Yeah. Here's your next. Yeah. Here's your next, uh, bounty basically. Right. And clearly hired by somebody, which we can talk about when we want to reveal. We'll get to that. Yeah. But, yeah, so she but she wants to kill him because she blames him for taking away her whole New York moment with her sister. Right. The only thing, the only issue I have, which I brought up last week, was when they were fighting on top of that building, you know, if she is a ruthless assassin and can get that kill shot just about anywhere, why did she leave? I get that they're all stunned. But why didn't she use that moment? And she had a moment to, you know, stare down Kate Bishop, but she just jumps off instead of, you know, where we can see that Hawkeye is obviously disabled. Right. Yeah, Kate has a drawdown on Elena. Elena could have dealt with that and still killed Clint. According to Elena, she laughed at it, but yeah. Yeah, well, she's like, you know, I, I could have taken you out on the Elena's. <laughs> no, no. <you> <laughs> right. But I, I'm convinced too that, you know, Elena could have dealt with Kate. And then still had time to kill Clint. If that was her mission, why did she run away? That's my only issue so far. Yeah, I can see that. I can totally see that. But 
I too did love the discussion they had in Kate's apartment because Kate is very skillful in turning it around. Like whoever's paying you to kill him, why well, say he's a good man? You say he's <clears> not. Right. Look into that. Who is paying? You know? Right. And she made a good point. And she doesn't look like she believes her, but Yelena, she leaves, and you find out later, she did ask the question. Right. Right. So we'll, we'll get to that. Um, right. It was a good episode for Clint. Um, clearly struggling internally. He goes to the mon- the monument, the Avengers monument, and has a talk with Nat and uh, to kind of ha- the guilt of putting the Ronin suit back on. But clearly he's not Ronin anymore because no. he could have killed all those people um, if he wanted to to try and talk to Echo again. And he didn't want to kill Echo anyways. Um, he He's lucky that Kate Bishop showed up because I think he would have gotten killed. Possibly. Uh, I think he would have. I think that the, the difference now is that, you know, he has his family, right? So he was ruining because he lost his family. So he that, that darkness is gone. And, it's, and that's been filled with guilt. I get what you're saying because when he had nothing... Nothing can stop him, right? Right. When you have nothing, you have nothing to lose. Nothing can stop you, right? Right. But now he keeps a little reserve in the tank because he has family again. Yeah, and the hate's gone, and and the hate was filled <laughs> with guilt. So, yep. That's why she so, had to jump on him a little bit, I think. There, and he's older, a little bit older, not much, but a little bit older. So, it doesn't come out and say this, but I'm pretty sure either he or his wife, but I'm pretty sure. That he was Ronin before he became an Avenger. I think he Possibly, was Ronin. Yeah. Right. He was an assassin or, or a weapon. Clearly a weapon for the government. Possibly Ronin. And then obviously that changed when he didn't take the shot against Natasha. Right. He was Clint or Hawkeye, whoever you want to call him, until he lost his family to the blip. And, and he, may Natasha, have been, he may have been uh, part of the United States government as the, the assassin and then became part of shield, which is technically, I guess is this United States government. It's shield. It's the world, right? It's its own. In the comics, it's the world, but I think in the, uh, I think in the MCU, it's just the U S. Oh, okay. I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But the, the point is, yes, he, he was an assassin and weapon before. Then he was Clint slash Hawkeye. And then after he lost his family to the blip and Natasha was on the run, right? he, he thought she was gone. He was again the weapon Ronin. So, but you're right. He's not that person anymore. Right. You know, and that that's kind of interesting because that's the whole point of the discussion between Kate and Yelena. What you do matters, and what Clint's been doing since he was an assassin when he was with the Avengers. He's two. He's trying to make amends. He's trying to do the right thing. He relapsed when he lost everything, but he realizes. That was a mistake, and he's trying to make up for it again. Right. We we all have dark spots in our you know skeletons in our closets. I mean, but I don't think, I don't think mine are as deep. But uh, no, no, I've not murdered anyone or assassinated people. <laughs> no, but who knows where Michael has done? I don't know if he wants to admit that on this podcast. Anyways, I have never <laughs> assassinated anyone. <laughs> too yeah. squeamish. Well, no, 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 yeah, I'm too squeamish. 
Uh, <laughs> um, so, so, as we said, uh, go ahead. So say so, Elena does look into it, and she did find does find out who hired her, and that person well, before, was. <laughs> go ahead before we get to that. Not, not yet. Before he becomes Ronan again, and he, he talks to his wife. And there's just, I just want to know what's going on. Like, how did he meet his wife? Like, what? There's a story there. Well, she is, whoops, I'm knocking stuff over. She is 100% a former agent as well. Uh, maybe an assassin even? I would go so far as to say that it's possible she was Ronin at some point, And that's where he got you think? the costume. His wife was Ronin? I think it's a possibility. I think I think these are the possibilities. He was an assassin before. We know, we we know that. I think it's possible he was Ronin before he became an Avenger and then okay. went back to Ronin, or he met his wife. She's an agent of some sort. The way she talks, you know, she's she seems very familiar with the whole, um, you know, being an agent. Right. She knows what's going on and what it takes. Right. Right. And you know the way she just flows into German flawlessly. Yeah, and then says stuff like, you know, I know you know you are you calling me for permission because you don't need it from me. Right. I yeah, she knows she walks she walked the walk at some point. Mm-hmm. So I think she's a former agent. So at the very least she's a former agent. It's possible she could have been Roman. Roman. She Roman. could have been Ronin. And then when he lost his family, he took on the persona it's possible. as some kind of weird homage. I'm not saying this with any definitive I don't. I've never read. I have the Hawkeye comic for the, of this show, or that's based on the show. I've never read Hawkeye ever. Have you? Any Hawkeye other than if he's in Avengers or something? Well, they did reboot the Avengers. I do remember when they rebooted the Avengers uh, 15, 20 years ago, and Ronan was a member of the team. And I think it was Echo at that point was Ronan. Oh, really? Yeah, so but they've already made so many twists and changes already in the MCU. But Hawkeye has been Ronan in the cop. I mean, Hawkeye has been so many, so many characters. He's been Hawkeye. He's been Yellow Jacket. He's been who is he? Was he Giant Man once? I don't know. I have no idea. You know all this. I have zero. He's been several different personas. One of which is Ronan. So, so we. we before we, I know we're holding on, and there's people listening going, "Just say it." But um, <laughs> before we do that, do you think he's going to get home for Christmas with one episode left, or is this like? I feel like there's so much to talk about, and there's only one episode left. Like, there's so much to wrap up. I think he's going to get home right in time on Christmas Day. Okay, so you mentioned that Yelena looked into who hired her. Yes, and who hired her? I'll let you tell you. Eleanor Bishop. So Kate Bishop's mom hires the widow to kill Clint Barton. And her mom, I don't know if he works, she works for her, or is it just a business partner? Who's that? Kingpin, who's now in the show. Oh, yes. Oh, Kingpin does not work for her. No, 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 no. Does she work for him or does she like partnering with like, like is, is, you know what I mean? Everyone works the kingpin, right? Right. All yeah, right. So he's, it's out there he's now. Control of in in, in the photo. That, yeah, in the photo that Yelena shows is a picture of kingpin and um, Kate Bishop's mom, Eleanor. 
And the the kingpin in the show is Vincent D'Onofrio, and it's in the credits. So I double checked; it's he's in the credits. right because the picture you see is a very kind of fuzzy, right. terrible cell phone picture. And I'm like, that could be Vincent D'Onofrio. So I actually sat there and watched the credits. Did you? Yes. And as soon as I saw Vincent D'Onofrio, I was like, "Fuck yeah!" And she's like, "What's the big deal?" Then I tried to explain to her, and whatever. Well, and that she doesn't know, which is fine. You should, I should watch Daredevil Devil together. She may like it. I've watched two seasons. I, I just haven't she, watched I said her with her. So she would yes. catch up. But so the question is now, I mean, this, I'm thinking what they're doing with this show. Mm-hmm. Yes. They brought Vincent D'Onofrio back because he's a fantastic kingpin. The best kingpin. No question. We just don't know if it's the kingpin from the Netflix series or just a new kingpin. Well, I think, I think he's a variant, right? I think they're going to stick with this. I think what they're going to say is that the Netflix MCU is its own universe. So they're going to bring over the things they like. It's possible. We'll find out. And say these are these are their versions. I mean, clearly we know Charlie Cox is coming back, whether it's in No Way Home or whatever, because something was going to leak. Kevin Feige said that for a reason, and... Right, we Prior have no confirmation other than yes, Feige has made it clear that. Well, it's confirmed in my head. It's confirmed. I mean, you you've, you don't bring Vincent D'Onofrio back and then say, "Well, Charlie Cox is our Daredevil," and say like, it is those characters. Yeah, I, I think. I mean, yes. W- without having seen Charlie Cox show up anywhere yet, right? I don't know if he's going to be in Spider Man, but I think he's going to be right. our Daredevil, right? Yeah, there's rumored that he's in Spider Man, but fucking everyone's rumored to be in Spider Man, right? Right, I'm in it. Right, You're good for you, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I've heard like they they said, oh, he's in Spider Man, or he's definitely, definitely in uh, She Hulk. Well, he right? may be Matt Burnock. He may not be Daredevil. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, he's not going to wear a Daredevil right, right. costume. He may be like, you know, some lawyer, Matt Burnock. No, no, no I don't expect. It. But um, yeah. I mean, the point is, yeah, he's been. Everyone's been rumored to be in Spider Man. So I think the fact, I mean, if we're looking at like, uh, I don't know, the the atomic what is it, the the Doomsday Clock. I think we're at eleven fifty nine and fifty nine seconds <laughs> for Hawkeye. As far as the fact that yes, one hundred percent Charlie Cox right. is going to be coming back as Daredevil or Matt Murdock, whatever the two. Yes, I, I think the fact that Kingpin shows up leads cream to that. That pushes us from eleven fifty nine and fifty seconds all the way into fifty nine seconds. It's it was almost a certainty before, but the fact that D'Onofrio is back. Yeah, of course he's going to be back. It's just where, right? It's just where and when. Um, are you happy? Oh, I told you, I, I'm yeah. fuck yeah, yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, you very. I mean, it's cool. I, I, I liked that character. I love the Daredevil series. You guys heard me say it on the show many times. Season three is one of my favorite series of Marvel ever. It's so good. I can't get Michael to watch it. He'll watch, you know, whatever nonsense he's watching now. Uh, Discovery, Discovery, but not a season that's very, very good. That's also timely now. Well, okay. The part of the issue there where we take a quick sidestep here into Daredevil, mm-hmm. do I have, have, do I have to watch the, what is it? The defenders first? No. So I can watch that. Cause that's what kind of sent me back. Cause I hadn't no. watched. Nope. You just picked it I hadn't up. watched all of Iron Fist and then I was going to watch the defenders and then the cage season two. And well, I, I'm no, nope. you don't have to do that. You can just go right into season three. Then maybe I will, Joe. Maybe I will. 
Um, super excited. I mean, my point is <laughs> there's so many loose ends here to do in 45 minutes next time. Like I can't see it. Is We don't know if this is season two. Who says they're only going to use 45 minutes? I'm guessing everything else has been. Maybe it's, if it's two hours, then maybe that would be great. But I don't know if it'll be two hours, but hour the, nice, the nice thing about these uh, MCU shows on Disney Plus. It can be anything. Is, it can be anything. Yeah. yeah, they stick around. But even if you notice, there are at least a couple episodes, at least one or two in this last season of like Mandalorian. Like they usually run about what forty five ish to fifty minutes, but there was one that was like thirty eight minutes. Yep, right. Sometimes you know they need a little less, and sometimes need a little more. So, but there's so many storylines. You've got you've got the swordsman guy who's got arrested because mom turned him in or, or fake turned him in. Clearly, it's not him. He's just a. Fan. I was going to say, were those even real cops? Because she's obviously in on it. It could have all been staged right. just for Kate's benefit. Right. Um. We have Yelena has to somehow, I would think, uh, reconcile with Clint, with Clint over Natasha. She doesn't know the full story. Well, did you see the trailer they released today for the final episode? No, I did not. Check it out. It, there really are no spoilers. I mean, they show some clips, obviously, from the next episode. And big surprise, there's lots of explosions. You know there's going to be a big fight. We all knew that was coming, right? Right. And, of course, you see Yelena and, you know... Uh, Widow blasts here and there. I a hundred percent think that Yelena is going to join Clint and Kate. Kate, well, Kate Bishop and her will be together, just like Hawkeye and Black Widow, because you know oh, retired. That'd be good. I would assume that would be good, right? I'd be okay with it. Well, I mean, that's how they're going to build the Young Avengers. Is that what that is? Could be. Could be. Could be. Um. So I just want to see where there's so much to tie in. Like now, what is? I mean, clearly Kingpin's not going to come in here and get killed in the last episode. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, if they're bringing back Vincent D'Onofrio, they have some long-term plans for him. And people should follow him on Twitter because he was teasing this whole thing the whole time. It's been great. Well, that's the thing. So if you had not watched the episode until late last night, he could have spoiled it for you, right? Because he did tweet. Because he just in showed the end credits. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they show the scene from the end credits, but it's definitely a silhouette of the kingpin overlooking over the city. Yeah, I mean, but, come on. but, you know, not that big a deal. Yeah, he didn't come out and say, I'm back as the kingpin, but right. he kind of did. Right. He kind of did. But good for him. I, he's a fantastic actor. I've been a huge fan of his ever since... Um, Men in Black? <laughs> he was good in that, no question. But no, I was going back to Full Metal Jacket, smartass. I know. <laughs> Men in Black. That was good. That was good. Um, oh. This is this this is one of my favorite episodes, even though it's basically all talking. Yeah, it is a lot of talking, but we've there's a lot you find out, and there's some really great character moments. Mm-hmm. It's just. It just builds these characters so well. I mean, Grills is becoming a character. Yeah, I did not see that coming. I thought we would have seen him in that first episode and be done, but he keeps coming back. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, me too. Um, I don't know if Clint's going to make it for Christmas, man. Kind of has to, right? They're not going to have a sad yeah. thing. Oh, they can't kill him off. I'll tell you that much. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if he family. You were going to spend time in New York with him, and now Clint's dead. Merry right. Christmas, everybody. 
Enjoy your Book of Boba Fett's next. <laughs> He's going to die too. <laughs> oh, that would be terrible. That would be so tragic. But I, I hope they don't do that. I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Clint retired after this episode. You know, right. after the after the season, and do a handing of the torch to the passing of the torch to Kate. Right, and then maybe he'll be old man Hawkeye later on. Come back. But do we? So looking forward to next week. Well, there's going to be an Echo show, right? Right. We know Echo. I don't know. I don't, we haven't really solved enough with her, like to warrant a show. I think yet. Like I don't know. People like if tomorrow they showed a, a series like, oh, here's the Echo series. I think people that watch this, they have known nothing about her. Like, well, I don't need that. I don't even. I don't care about her. I could see there being a series. If she turns in this last episode and fights with them against Kingpin, then you can start building a series. Like, all right, what what more can we look into about her? What, what can we learn? If I put this out there, I bet I would win. Would you rather see an Echo series or a Tracksuit Mafia series? People would pick Tracksuit Mafia. Yeah, they're right now. I think they're funny. I, I, I want a series of them. I want like shorts, like <laughs> throughout the year. I want <laughs> shorts from the MCU of tracksuit mafia. Like even they're trying to steal a, a radio or something like, like old school. Cause clearly everything matters from the seventies to them. All the, all the cars that are for sale on their lot or from the seventies and eighties, everything they do is about it's classic, bro. It's a classic, bro. There was one thing. So I, I think I mentioned it before. I watched screen crush after every episode. Oh, do you? Yeah, Ryan Avery, Avery does a fantastic, uh, basically, a synopsis and shows you all the things you missed. Like, for example, and again, this is credit Ryan Airy, Um I took the whole scene with Yelena making mac and cheese as just kind of a throwaway. She was hungry. She's not threatened. She's comfortable. Have some mac and cheese. He caught on to the fact that that was Yelena's favorite ever since she was a child. And then he shows the five-second clip from Black Widow where her mom's asked her, well, what do you want for dinner? I want mac and cheese. Oh, wow. I'm like, how did he catch that? Like, I just, that's what he does for a living, right? Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so I watch that kind of stuff as well. Cause you know, I'm a geek, but, um, what was I going to say? I don't know. I was going somewhere with this. So I watched stuff like that and I forget where I was going with this now. Great. My brain just totally farted. Mid-sentence. This is life in your 40s, kids. This is this episode is not <laughs> by Prevagen. It's not, but Michael needs to take it. <laughs> oh, oh no. I remember what I was going to say now. I, I See, it took me a second to remember. So with the tracksuit mafia, one of the clues that, uh, that car dealership was a front, if you look during the battle scene, uh-huh. They they fly over and, and someone's thrown over an old uh, uh, station wagon, like eighty three right. station wagon. Yeah. The sticker price on the station wagon is like twenty three thousand dollars for an eighty three <laughs> station wagon. All it's right, classic, that's just bro. another clue that yeah, this Fat Man Motors or whatever it was called, right? Is that, that money laundering? It's a front. Money yeah, exactly. it's, it's, a, it's Ozark. Um, right. So I, I'm looking forward to see. I hope they better give some talky stuff for Kingpin next week. <laughs> I would assume at least oh, he has to show up as a character. He has to. I mean, you don't just do that and walk away. So we'll see I, <laughs> a lot to, a lot to unpack in one episode coming up next Wednesday. And we still have so, Spider-Man over from home to like watch and figure out it's a big week next week. If we can do it. Right. So questions for you. Yeah. 
So far, only one of the MCU series, live action series, because what if was already, we already know a second season's coming of that. We know we're getting a second season of Loki. Mm-hmm. We don't know about any of the other shows. So two questions for you. Number one, do you think Hawkeye is going to get a second season? I don't know. I think uh, Cap- uh, Captain America and Winter Soldier will. Okay. Second question. Does Clint Barton, Hawkeye, retire at the end of this season? I don't know if he outright says he retires, but I think he's going to go home and say, you know, I'm going to be here for a while. Something like that. Okay. That's fair. I agree with both. I don't know if he's going to like, you know, officially like he may hand her a bow or something. I don't know. But you know, he's going to have more than one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know the plan of the MCU right now. I know you've built, what, 20 years of this or whatever. And um, not 20 years. Was it 11, 12 years? 12, something like that, maybe 13. Um, And then, you know, hopefully they don't make the mistake they did with with the sequel series (laughs) in Star Wars of, like, just diminishing the people that got you there. You know, I know they're getting older, but like if you're going to use Hawkeye, use him for a reason in the Avengers coming up. Right. If you're going to, if you're going to do this or that, I, I'm not even fully saying that Tony Stark's gone forever. You might see a Robert Downey Jr. Come back alternate universe, multiverse of madness, another Tony Stark de-aged, you know, I think once that Robert, right. Robert Downey Jr. sits out for a while, he's going to want to feel that again. It's a drug. He's a drug addict. Well, the next thing is like you know what I could really go for fifty million dollars, right? Or even twenty million just to be Tony Stark again. I mean, that's a drug, and he's a drug addict. I, 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 I You're mean, not wrong on anything you've said so far. I mean, I, I mean, he'll tell you that. <laughs> and why, who, why would you not want to be Tony Stark again? Like for something, it could be just a scene. You know, you know, I, I don't think we've seen the last of, of Robert Downey Jr. In the MCU, so who knows? Could be something around when Ironheart or whatever comes out. Um, could be in a, you know, video that somebody watches. That wouldn't it be great? <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. was the voice she heard in the suit. Right, could be something like that. Right, he made himself an right. AI. That's totally a Tony move too. Right, I'll be the next the AI that's you know better than all of them. <laughs> and in a way, he lives forever. Right, right. That's Tony. Right, so good episode. I'm liking the series. Um, I, I hope he gets home for Christmas because that's what this is about. It's a Christmas show. Uh, I know we're wrapping up here, Joe, but yeah, you said last week this might be your favorite Marvel series. Do you still feel it? Feel I'm like having it? the most fun with it. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> because I like the small characters. I like the, especially now that Kingpin's in there, I can open up a whole new uh, cup of worms, so to speak. And... Uh, See where it can go. I, I love the addition of Dare. Like I like the Daredevil series so much. The Daredevil series is still my favorite MCU series out of everything we watched so far on, on television. Really? Oh yeah, it's great. It's just phenomenal. All right. In my opinion. I think it's shot well. Like everything about it, it's good. You know, everything. It's it's, it's more cinematic than the ones we're watching right now. Probably on way less of a budget. I'll check it out. I definitely will. Season three is good, and Wilson Fisk is so. Freaking good in that season three. It's, it's I, I may watch it myself just to watch it again to get back into the the kingpin mode um, before next week because uh, he's that good in it, that that good. 
Well, I apologize, Joe. You tried to wrap this show up a couple times, and I keep asking questions. No, so go ahead. I'm, keep asking. I'm, I am officially done. I've asked the questions. Well, I then want. let them know how they can ask us questions, Michael. We're yeah, do you have questions for Joe? If you have questions for Joe or me, but more, it's most likely Joe. Yeah. But if you have questions, you can find us on Twitter or Instagram at KyberCast or on Facebook. Uh, we have both a group and a page at the KyberCast. And if you, again, if you'd like to help us out, Go to patreon.com slash KyraCast and sign up there. Or, you know, best way you can help the podcast, if you've you've listened to us before, is to tell a friend or smash that subscribe button, as Michael likes to say. Smash it. Uh, That helps us out. I don't think I've ever said that. (laughs) And uh, tell a friend. Give us a a rating, you know, a review. Hopefully it's a good review, but we understand. This is a podunk show. Um, (laughs) We know our limitations. We know what we know. Check out our website at kybercast.com. You can listen to any episode back then, even if you don't have a podcatcher. All the episodes are on kybercast.com for free, always. And we have a store. If you want to check out kybercast.com slash shop, you can, um, I think there's still time to possibly get something for Christmas. I won't guarantee that, but um, a lot of cool stuff up there. You know, throw them a shirt. That'd be cool. So I love the one day I'd like to watch walk around Grand Rapids area and see somebody with a KyberCast shirt and not know who that person is. That would be amazing. So, so far, it's just me. I know. Totally. So <laughs> that'll do it for this week. Next week could be a big one if Michael and I are allowed to go see Spider-Man <laughs> No Way Home, if we can get through Christmas shopping uh, and uh, get our man card back and, get, and go see Spider-Man. But uh, <laughs> we'll try to review that, but clearly we'll finish up Hawkeye. And then, in a couple weeks, the Book of Boba Fett. So, until then, this is the way. I have spoken. What a piece of junk. Boring conversation anyway.